Howdy. I know you're used to hearing Kevin's voice at the top of the show, but at this moment, he's on a plane escaping the globalist sleepaway camp, otherwise known as the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. On that note, I'm Crystal Bonham, executive producer of The Kevin Roberts Show. And on this special bonus episode, we're bringing you all of Dr. Roberts' comments from his World Economic Forum panel, what to expect from a possible Republican administration. And trust me, he went absolutely scorched earth on the self-appointed elite to deliver a powerful message. Their time is up. Take a listen and share with a friend who needs to hear this message. Hope you enjoy. I'll be candid here because I think I've been invited here to be candid. The kind of person who will come into the next conservative administration is going to be governed by one principle, and that is destroying the grasp that political elites and unelected technocrats have over the average person. And if I may, I will be candid and say that the agenda that every single member of the administration needs to have is to compile a list of everything that's ever been proposed at the World Economic Forum and object (laughs) all of them wholesale. Anyone not prepared to do that and take away this power of the unelected bureaucrats and give it back to the American people is unprepared to be part of the next conservative administration. Okay, that's very clear. And as you said, you, uh, I think uh, one of your tweets on the lead up to here was also uh, that you're here to usher the devoisie into early retirement. So um, I'm heading that way already, so I'm probably all right on that front. But uh, thank you, and we appreciate your candor and being candid. Otherwise, this panel uh, is not going to make sense. So thank you very much for that. You know, one thing that Davos, you might say, and the people come here stand up for is liberal democracy. So if the idea that that's going to be swept under the table is part of the idea, hopefully that's not what he means. What do you mean, what do you think he means by retribution? Well, it's laughable that you would, or anyone would describe Davos as protecting liberal democracy. It's equally, Standing up for it. It's, it's, it's equally laughable to use the word dictatorship at Davos and, and aim that at President Trump. In fact, I think that's absurd. But I'm going to step aside from that constructive criticism and instead answer your question. And and I'm going to be substantive here. President Trump, if he's the next president, for that matter, I think whoever the next conservative president is going to take on the power of the elites, which I mentioned earlier. But the, the thing that I want to drive home here, the very reason that I'm here at Davos, is to explain to many people in this room and who are watching, with all due respect, nothing personal, but that you're part of the problem. Political elites tell the average people on three or four or five issues that the reality is X when, in fact, reality is Y. Take immigration. Elites tell us that open borders and even illegal immigration are okay. The average person tells us in the United States that both rob them of the American way of life. They're right. President Trump will take that on on behalf of the average American. Elites also tell us that public safety isn't a problem in big American cities. Just travel to New York or Washington or Dallas, Texas. The average person will tell you that the lack of public safety damages not just the American way of life, but their life. President Trump will take that on. Thirdly, I guess the favorite at the World Economic Forum is climate change. Elites tell us that we we have this existential crisis with so-called climate change, so much so that climate alarmism is probably the greatest cause for mental health crisis in the world. The solutions, the average person know, based on climate change, are far worse and more harmful and cost more human lives, especially in Europe during the time that you need heating, than do the problem and the problems themselves. Fourth, two more here, Robin. The fourth, China. 
the number one adversary, not just to the United States, but to free people on planet Earth. Not only do we at, at Davos not say that, we give the Chinese Communist Party a platform. Count on President Trump ending that nonsense. And fifth, as we sit here, another supranational organization, the World Health Organization, is discussing foisting gender ideology upon the global south. These are practices that are under review, if not being rejected, by countries in Northern Europe. The new president, especially if it's President Trump, will, as you like to say, trust the science. He will understand the basic biological reality of manhood and womanhood. And do you know why? Not because of retribution, not because he's a dictator, but because he has the power of the American people behind him. And it's connected to Senator Portman's excellent point that in addition to needing a vigorous executive, we look forward to having the popular will inform both the House and Senate in 2025 to pass laws on all of those issues and many others. Ultimately, Robin, I think President Trump, if in fact he wins a second term, is going to be inspired by the wise words of Javier Millet, who said that he was in power not to guide sheep, but to awaken lions. That's what the average American and the average free person on planet Earth wants out of leaders. What do you take on the foreign policy agenda on Ukraine? What's your view of this? And China, which you mentioned it in your list. But if you have it in the list, uh, uh, and let me just say one thing that WEF stands up for very strongly is Ukraine and its right to exist and, and defend itself. So if that's something you think also needs to be swept away, let us know, yeah? Um, but uh, uh, on China as well, what would be done differently, if you see what I'm saying? Ukraine and China. Uh, let me <clears throat> just correct the, uh, the slight assertion you made there. We want Ukraine to win. We want to see Ukraine win with a lot more help from European allies. I think the United States has a role. Heritage has been clear about this for two years now, that we, there is a world in which we support military aid for Ukraine. I think the entire American right would, or almost all of them, provided it's 100% focused on military aid, there is real transparency in how the funds are used. And it's just a fact. This is not conveyed pejoratively. If you look at our index of economic freedom at Heritage, Ukraine's in the bottom 10 on government transparency. We don't celebrate that. We wish that were different. But the transparency concern, which the political right has voiced from the beginning, is real. Thirdly, it, it actually needs to have a strategic endgame. And the president of the United States, Joe Biden, has done a god-awful job in articulating what that is, particularly from the standpoint of what's in the best interest of Americans. Those two issues are very much linked, but not in the way the conversation goes here at the World Economic Forum. That is to say that from the perspective of the United States, because our first obligation in foreign policy is to look at it through the lens of what's best for the American citizen, the much bigger threat is the Chinese Communist Party. And not just because of their imminent threats or their threats for imminent action against Taiwan, especially after the outcome of Saturday's election, but because the Chinese are a far greater economic power, and I would even argue cultural power, in the world, not just in the United States. Therefore, we would argue, to, to sum up here, Robin, for the next conservative president to be a prioritizer. It's not an either-or question, and too much of the media commentary is, puts that as a, as a false choice. It's not. It's, it's a matter of realizing this fact. This year, as no doubt the great fiscal senator Rob Portman would know, the United States is going to pay three-quarters of a trillion dollars in interest alone. I'm telling you from the standpoint of the American political center right, that has to change 
before European countries, especially in Germany and France, wag their finger about what we're supposed to do on their behalf. So day one of the Trump presidency, what does he do? What are the first two or three actions that he does? Thanks for the question. As soon as what I hope is a very brief inaugural address concludes, and brief not because what would be in it would be unwise, quite the opposite, but because our country's on fire, there needs to be pushing through Schedule F civil service reform so that the president can fire a good number of the unelected bureaucrats in the administrative state. The administrative state's the greatest threat to democracy in the United States, and we need to end it. The second thing is he needs to really confront all of the policies surrounding so-called climate change. We've had a great discussion here by Walter and Allison, who are excellent on that point, about focusing on fiscal policies that have nothing to do with wrongheaded and really harmful subsidies of wind and solar. We love wind and solar energy at Heritage. We just want them to stand on their own in the free market. And because that affects human prosperity, more than a billion people in the world have been lifted out of poverty in the last 35 years because of fossil fuels. The president is going to take that on. And the third thing that he's going to do, I think, and, and this would be a bit of a departure from his last administration, when he spent too much money, is really be focused on fiscal restraint. Because we simply can't afford it. It's something that transcends the political left and the political right. And I can certainly tell you from the standpoint of heritage, and all of us at Project 2025 will be zealously supportive of all three of those actions. hope you enjoyed this special edition of The Kevin Roberts Show. If you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe so that freedom lovers everywhere have a chance to hear this powerful message. Onward. The Kevin Roberts Show is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. The executive producer is Crystal Kate Bonham. The producer is Philip Reynolds. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and Tim Kennedy. For more information and to subscribe, please visit heritage.org.